Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Lucas. Today we are in Hebrews chapter 3, which kind of brings, a, a, I think, a helpful question, right? Like the question of who's your hero? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, Lucas, you you know, you know served in the Army um, and, and became a believer during that time, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, before you became a believer and you entered into the service, who might you identify, man? This was like the guy I looked to, wanted to emulate, wanted to follow. Yeah, I mean, you know, as someone who went through ROTC and wanted to, to be an officer, you'd see those officers, those, those you know, those generals that won battles uh, and fought valiantly or led men in, in great moments of, of you know, uh, strife and, and, and yeah. warfare. I mean, you think like Dwight Eisenhower yeah. or, you know, Blackjack Pershing from uh, World War One. I. I mean, you, you see, you know, I'm sure you probably know yeah. someone named Chesty Puller. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the, Funny the, story real quick. Uh, every time you go to sleep and you're, when you're in boot camp in the Marine Corps, yeah. you have to hit your bed three times and then clap your hands once and say, good night, Chesty Puller, wherever you are. There you go. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like... You get ingrained. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, you see those those who have gone before, and maybe the uniform didn't look exactly the same, but worn a uniform and served uh, almost beyond their capacity, right? And, and you just see that the moment did not overwhelm them. They yeah. they led and served faithfully, uh, even in extremely trying times. Right. So, what changed when you became a, a follower of Christ? How did that How did that radically change? Yeah, I mean, it just it's it's uh, more what were they serving towards or what was their ultimate goal? Now, sometimes those are noble things of, sure. you know, like, you you know, go, going across the ocean and, and defeating the Nazis. That's a good thing to do. Like, like I don't want to ever discount that. But if those were an ultimate thing, um, then obviously you're saying, well, well, that's not where I need to put my my time, effort, energy, and, and treasure in in the way that I was kind of doing. You know, like getting, make, being a career army officer was the goal. And then right. like all of a sudden when I realized, no, it's infinitely more important that your children know the Lord mm. and, and have a saving relationship with him. I said, I mean, that just kind of started to really... Uh, kind of swirl around before I knew it, I was starting to say, you know, like, well, maybe I shouldn't be putting all the next 20, 25, 30 years of service here. Uh, maybe it's it's serving, uh, you know, anonymously in a local church and, and, and caring for my kids and pointing them to Jesus. Maybe yeah. that's what it looks like. Yeah, those are that's great, man. Uh, and I'm so thankful that the Lord and his goodness to you, man, rescued you. Um, he did me as well. And I think when we read Hebrews three, we're kind of seeing a similar, uh, a similar thing happening in the happening in the lives of the listener of yeah. this sermon. They're like latching on to a person, and uh, and sometimes not always latching on to their Christ, right? Their yeah. Messiah. So where where do we see that here in the text? Yeah, I mean, right at the very beginning, and and you know my. Uh, my Bible has a little heading on that. We got to remember that headings are not divinely inspired, divine inspired. <laughs> yeah. um, but sometimes they're really helpful. Yes. Just kind of help us understand what's coming next. And it says Jesus is greater than Moses, mm. and almost like that's like shots across the bow, right? I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like if he, if the author of Hebrews were to walk into the Apple campus and say, 
you know that Jesus is better than Steve Jobs, right? <laughs> or or you, you, however you want to phrase that. Yeah. If he walks into uh, you know a, a, a political convention saying that, you know that this guy's better than your president, right? right. Uh, so it's it's just always good to remember that. Um, that Jesus is greater than your heroes, and Jesus is greater than the the greatest hero in all of Jewish history, than than Moses himself. Right. He's greater than Abraham. He's greater than David. I mean, all those guys were meant to do nothing more than to point to that Christ, yeah. not to be the hero himself. Right. Yeah. So uh, let me just read verses one through uh, how about six. Uh, it says, therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. He was the he was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was in all of God's household. For Jesus is considered worthy of more glory than Moses, just as the builder has more honor than the house. Now every house is built by someone, but the one who built everything is God. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's household, as a testimony to what would be said in the future, to your point earlier. Uh, But Christ was faithful as a son over his household, and we are that household if we hold on to our confidence and the hope in which we boast. So the author of Hebrews is saying, uh, like you said, uh, he, he's walking it essentially kind of the way I see this happening is he's walking into the synagogue, right? Yeah. And saying, hey, Jesus is worth more glory uh, than Moses. Moses isn't your savior. He's in fact, like you said, meant to point us to the one who's who has who was, was coming, but who has now come. That Jesus was faithful as a son over the whole household and which is us, yeah. right? And he, he's he's the he's the the hope we are meant to have, not these people. Yeah, you know. You know, I mean, like, like I think a lot of people in our church, I, I hold to kind of a a reformed view of, of God's role in saving people. Right. Um, uh, and, and and so uh, there's definitely a phrase used of being in a cage stage where you're, you know, you're just you're just reading and, and, and just almost like engorging yourself on this new theological outlook. And and I think the way that you see someone kind of coming out of that cage stage is when they stop you know, holding up Luther or Calvin as yeah. the Supreme and then actually remember like the one that Luther and Calvin were pointing to. Yeah, right? they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, it's great to have these guys as examples of, of how to lead and their conviction of the word uh, and its role in our faith. But if you are only citing Luther or uh, or Calvin or, um, you know, uh, I mean, just you think of any of the English uh, reformers or Puritans that come to mind, it, but you're not actually getting to the one that they're pointing to, then that's, again, you need to be reminded, hey, Jesus is greater than your hero. He's yeah. greater than, than Calvin. He's greater than Luther. And again, like, I think a lot of people are probably nodding their heads and saying yes, yes but, yes. but, who, who is it that you need to hear Jesus is greater than? Yeah, right. You know, who you know Jesus is greater than your mom or dad. Jesus is greater than your kids turning out well. Jesus is greater than than, than that promotion or, or that, that career that you are pursuing. Anything that you're saying, like, that is where hope is. Jesus is greater. That's right. Yeah, and I, I'll give one more that uh, I think a lot of people hope in their spouses even. Yeah. And, man— our spouses or anything other than anything other than Christ. Our series wanting to add, add value to the podcast. Uh, But any, any other place you're putting your hope in and that's a really poor savior. Yeah. Really poor savior. And you'll be let 
down, but Christ will not let you down. So some things to consider today. Where have I been putting my hope? Who am I looking to uh, for uh, fulfillment in life? Um, and if it's not Christ, and repent of that sin. Uh, turn back to the Lord who has saved you, who sustains you, and who helps you. Put your hope in him and boast in that. And you know, I mean, and, and I don't want to go too long, yeah. but, but even in the next few verses, it also takes the weight off of you having to be the hero. You know, That's like right. as a dad, as a husband, you and I could very easily say, it's all on us. I've got to make enough money. My kids have to turn out perfect. But if, if other things don't have to be your hero, if Jesus gets to be your hero, then you don't have to turn around and be the hero to other people. And you get to explore rest. What yeah. does actual rest look like? And mm. so that that's just always good to remember. When mm. Jesus is off being the hero, we get to rest. Yeah. That's good news. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's to breathe in. Why don't I breathe out in prayer? Sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have sent us <laughs> the greater Moses, the greater Abraham, the greater David. In Jesus, Lord Jesus is worthy of all of our praise, all of our uh, adoration. So, God, I just pray that our hope would be captivated by our Savior, uh, that we would not be looking to other other people, other things, putting our confidence in those things, but we would only solely put our hope and confidence in Christ and boast in Him and what He has done, Lord. Because we know that when we do, when He is the anchor of our hope. God, we enter into a rest that is supernatural. You, you heal our hearts. You, you grow us up in maturity into Christ. So, God, we just pray for help in that. Uh, we hope in you and we love you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In Podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with Hebrews chapter 4.